Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. And yes, at some point down the road, Saturdays with Jim Valley. Holy smokes, we got a lot to talk about today. Who is that guy? It's me. Yes, I shaved. I'll talk about it later. Who cares? I got a lot of news to get into today that's more important than my face, such as... Smackdown on Friday night. The show sucked. I don't care how Dave wants to defend it. It was terrible. I'm going to talk about that. I'll go into full detail on this one, uh, Filthy Four Daily on, on Sunday. But I got some stuff I got to get off my mind. And also, I have asked our good friend Eddie to call in again today because I do have some questions about this Smackdown show that only Eddie can answer. Because nobody else answers these questions that I have, at least with any any knowledge, Eddie has knowledge. So we got uh, SmackDown ratings. We have got AEW. AEW won a lot of awards. Tony Khan, promoter of the year, and I think he's got some other stuff as well. But what this man likes is battle royals. What do you guys think about another tag team battle royal? We got another one coming up, the AEW Revolution show. We could talk about that. We've got updates on... The return of the NWA, the uh, Jim Crockett Jr. is hospitalized, which is not good. And I actually heard a while ago that Jim Crockett Jr. was not doing well. So we'll talk about him today as well with Mike Sempervivi and so much more. So phone number, don't worry about it yet, but you can send me a text message, 425-780-7566. That is 425-780-7566, brian at wrestlingobserver.com. At Brian Alvarez. By the way, I want to send a big thank you out as well to everybody who joined us on the Friday show with Lance Storm. We did, in fact, raise $250, so we will be at some point having Lance review the Battle of the Empire. Brian Alvarez versus Vinny V for the YWF Championship. But that's down the road. Stick around. Back in a moment with more Observer Live. It's time for some straight talk. 
Tax returns could look a little different this year. So when the big carriers start trying to get you to splurge on the latest nonsense, just tune it out. With Straight Talk Wireless, you can get a Samsung Galaxy A51 for just 199 bucks. Plus, get our unlimited plan with no contract on America's best networks for up to 50% less. Tune out the nonsense. Tune into Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. I'll be right there. Uh we got to redo the whole thing. Indeed knows unexpected growth can stretch your business thin. Like at Phil's Machine Shop. To keep carving out more revenue, he needs to get started hiring right, right away. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. And the moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first sponsored job post. Terms and conditions apply. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% of your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Mike is so embarrassed to have to be on here next to my handsome face that he can't get his camera working. Oh, yeah, it looks great there, Mike. Oh, wow. Yeah. A big, is that what it is? A big brown square. Is that, <laughs> that's, you know what? You probably got one of those in your pants right now. You know, it, that's apparently why you decided to shave. Everybody's been heckling you so bad. Oh, now the whole thing is brown. Well, What's going on here? Again, also probably like your pants. There I we don't go. Know. There's this is technology that there's you Mike. Me. You're you're Come a on. giraffe today. Am I? Yeah, it was really hard. It was really advanced technology. You plug it in. <laughs> well, that's the problem here. I don't know what's going on here. 
I don't understand what this issue is. Well, anyway, yes, I did shave everybody, and I had planned to continue growing my pandemic beard until I got vaccinated. Then I was going to shave everything. I was going to shave my head. I was going to shave my face. But I ran into a minor issue. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. I have a wife. <laughs> Not a fan. Well, I've done a lot of horrible things with my hair and my, my face throughout my lifetime, and she's she's gone with i mean there's nothing that she has put her foot down on and it was one exception and that was when i shaved my head about eight years ago she was like i'm not into the whole shaved head thing buddy so i grew my hair back and my beard was so horrible okay it was so (laughs) horrible that she got to the point where she said even if you're going to shave your head that's fine. Just please shave that beard. And you know what she actually said? This what? I almost said a really bad word here on the air. <laughs> so uh, I I was I posted some picture on Twitter, and this MJF made some comment about I don't know if I can say this on the air, but I, I presume I can. That I had pubes glued to my face. Short hairs. No, I actually see. Actually, said pubes. I know. And it was it was the other day when when my wife did in fact say to me that. I forget the exact comment. It was something like, that guy that said something about pubes on your face, he's not wrong. <laughs> At that point, it was like, I, I just can't do this anymore. So anyway, we worked very hard, and we got my mother, my father, her mother, and her father fully vaccinated, both shots. And hey. so even if it wasn't me, you know what? We took care of both sides of our family. So I figured, and it's my daughter's fifth birthday today, and she doesn't want her she doesn't want me to be her grandfather. She wants me to be her father. So I shaved and such is life. I almost shaved my head, but then I was like, wait a second. No. It's not going to happen right now. Maybe this summer. Maybe when the sun's out. You got to tan that thing, absolutely. Yeah, I'm not ready yet. I'm actually not this pale, but all this stuff right here just makes me look much paler than I am. So I don't want to look like, uh, um, was it Powder? Was that old movie? Yes, Powder. But that guy that was really pale? Yes. Yeah, I didn't want to look like Powder. I well, got enough about, got enough about problems. The what about him? Well, did you, you could look like Randy and Bill Mulkey. You kind of wrestled like them. The Mulkeys weren't bald. No, but they were pale as hell. Well, sure they were pale, but, I mean, what does that do the, with baldness? The whitest of the white. Just you with that white-ass head if you were to shave it now and not have a tan. Now, speaking of, of the Mulkeys, unfortunately we got... Bad news today. Jim Crockett Jr., grave condition. Liver and kidneys are failing. It is not looking good, said Dave Meltzer. 76 years old. He and his father, Big Jim Crockett, founded Crockett Promotions. Crockett Jr. took over in 1977. And, you know, several years ago, man, several years ago, uh, Junior took over in 1977 after his father's death in 1973. Well, no. Well, actually, if you don't like no. this, go yell at Dave. Well, it, that's actually it, that's that's inaccurate, and I will nothing again. I'm not uh, throwing Dave under the bus here or anything like that. What what happened was is J- John Ringley was the one that was going to take over, and he was married to Francis Crockett, and he took over in 1973 after the death of uh, Big Jim. And unfortunately for uh, Mr. Ringley, he cheated on Francis Crockett, and he was then excommunicated out of the company. He did linger around in wrestling for a while, was mostly involved in country music promotions. Buddy Lee 
uh, promotions, I believe it was out of Nashville, and he did that and was very successful for a long period of time afterwards. But that's actually when Jim Crockett Jr. took over the promotion, and by 1977, he had that territory humming alongside George Scott, who was actually brought in as the booker by John Ringley. And what happened was from, in my opinion, from January of 1976 to December of 1986, there was no better wrestling promotion and territory anywhere in the world than Jim Crockett promotions in the Carolinas and Virginia. It was uh, noted to be called the Cadillac of wrestling territories. And after the plane crash where Johnny Valentine was unfortunately injured and the pilot died and Ric Flair uh, was injured in that accident. Once he came back and started feuding with Ricky Steamboat in 1977, it just completely set the territory on fire. And not only in the Carolinas, but they also brokered a deal in Toronto. And that became the crown jewel, uh, the, the second crown jewel of the promotion in a way was the work that they were doing in Toronto, lighting that on fire as well. And at that point, there was no wrestler in the world that didn't go through Jim Crockett promotions. Ric Flair, Wahoo, Steamboat, Mulligan, I mean, Piper, Ray Stevens, Baron Von Raschke, Mass Superstar, they were loaded. The Andersons, just a ridiculous amount of talent went through there, and it built throughout the 80s uh, into the, again, like I said, the number one, I thought, territory in the world. Some people will say Georgia. Obviously, Florida fans will uh, stand for that territory throughout the 70s and all the work that was done there, but... I'm a big fan, obviously, of Jim Crockett Promotions, and he did a lot of amazing work. He started off, he was the one, actually, that convinced his father uh, to do and, and started doing 16-millimeter interviews. He Under his administration, when that was all going on, they actually contracted TV and took it away from the local towns. They centered it all in Raleigh at WRAL Studios, Channel 5, and started cutting interviews. And he did things because he came along only in his 30s. He took over that promotion, and being a younger guy in an older man's game, he changed up a lot of things and was very forward-looking. And that kind of rankled some people, but they had to respect him. He was named the president of the NWA uh, in the early 80s, I believe from 1980 to 1982, that run went. And obviously he took the promotion natural alongside Dusty Rhodes. In, you know, he, Dusty Rhodes came in as a booker in 1984. Jim had to survive a, you know, everybody always talks about what WWF did to the AWA in raiding that territory. You know, they raided... The Crockett promotions as well, too. They took Piper. They took Valentine. They took Orton. They took Slaughter. Wasn't going to come back. They took Wyndham later in the year. Steamboat left, although that was more of an issue with Dusty Rhodes. But they had to survive that as well as losing Toronto. And that's one of the main things that they always screwed up on and that he regretted. He did an interview with Conrad Thompson, uh, which is actually very timely right now, where he talks about the fact that he didn't think the Tunnies were going to be able to do anything with Toronto. They were so old school and they were such a mess. But after Frank Tunney died, Jim, you know, Jack Tunney took over, the guy who would become the WWF figurehead. And one of the reasons that he did as the president of the WWF was because they sold the company, they sold the, the territory to Toronto. And a couple of years later, you know, they're running Exhibition Stadium with 68,000 people and running Detroit, which was kind of part of that market, with obviously 70,000 or however many people in WrestleMania 3. And losing that in 84 was a, a key piece to, to, to their troubles that they would have later on as well, too. But 
Obviously, they tried to take the company national, did a great job trying to do it alongside Dusty Rhodes, spent too much money, never was able to expand in an intelligent way and get the resources that they needed to really try to survive Vince. And, you know, what happened, happened. But while his father was the patriarch of Jim Crockett Promotions, Jim Crockett Jr. is really the patriarch of a lot of what we see today, including in the blood of both companies, including all wrestling companies, but especially AEW, where you see Cody and Tully and Arn and Dustin and all these people that have roots in the NWA and have their lineage tracked to that company. Well, he's not doing well. And we'll be back in a moment with more Observer Live. Now you can make your home look great and save money. Right now, when you call Renewal by Anderson, you can buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, you get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Upgrade your home. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty are even included. And the Renewal by Anderson certified retailers take every safety precaution to protect you and your family. Hey, for 25 years... People have trusted Renewal by Anderson for their window replacement needs, and you can too. So call right now. Don't wait. Learn how to get your free window when you buy four. 800-413-6992. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754-4531. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. 
Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. I get the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also Wrestling Observer. I, can't, I still can't see Mike giving up That's at this right. point. It's okay. I hate it. I actually had to talk about Jim Crockett Jr. as a giraffe, but. Uh, well, fix it, your camera then, buddy. Dude, obviously you're trying to do that, okay? I'm trying to not let your camera through? What? I said, I'm trying to do that, oh, okay? I said I was trying to do it. Like I was no, and not you. everything's about you, Brian. Well, I can make it all about me. Let me tell you about it these, is always about you. these shows these weekend, this past weekend. Oh. SmackDown and Castle Attack. I'll talk about one of those. I'll talk about them both. SmackDown, yeah. this is the worst show. I, I hate this show. <laughs> God, I'm like... All I want is like a show with like a lot of talented people that it makes sense and like it makes me want to see future Matt. That's all I want. Am I asking too much? Well, you got talented people. They it's did the, the absolute stuff. stupidest angle, one of them last night. And I don't care what Dave says about count out leading to a cage. Like I don't want to hear it. Not Listen. There. So they open the show is Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan. And Daniel Bryan <laughs> that's I don't even know where to begin. It's like a waste of my time. Daniel Bryan is mad because he agreed to a match where if he won the Elimination Chamber, he would face Roman Reigns. He won the Elimination Chamber. He faced Roman Reigns and got beaten in a minute. Now he's mad. Hey, he's upset that the match wasn't later on in the show. Like, like, what a crybaby babyface. So then he's like, I want a match against you at Fastlane. So Roman's like, bro, I beat you. Then Jey Uso jumps in, and they get arguing back and forth. And so what they do is they tell us about a match that they never announced, okay? They tell us that the Fastlane main event was supposed to be Edge and Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns and Jey Uso. Since when? Like, this was never announced, but now it's part of the storyline, okay? So... Daniel Bryan wants a match with Roman Reigns. Jey Uso gets involved, and they agree that Jey Uso will face Daniel Bryan in the main event. And if Daniel Bryan wins, he gets Roman Reigns to fast lane. Fine. Okay. Fine. Then they have to make it even more stupid. Now we go backstage. And now Roman Reigns is mad that he's not getting the tag team match that they never announced. Okay? He doesn't want a singles match with Daniel Bryan. He tells Jey Uso, go take care of this guy. Make sure that we don't have this singles match at fast lane. Jey Uso says, okay. Then Edge shows up, okay? This is the same Edge who was going backstage all last week and telling every single one of those guys, if you beat Roman Reigns, boy, I'd be happy to face you at WrestleMania. Well, now this week he's angry. What do you mean Daniel Bryan might get a championship match at Fastlane? I won the Royal Rumble. So... I wasn't going to ask Eddie this one, but, bro, Eddie, are we supposed to cheer or boo Edge? 
Because now this guy's coming off as a cry. Now you care that somebody else is getting a shot at Roman Reigns before you? You didn't care a week ago. All you did last week was tell everybody, hey, if you beat Roman Reigns, I'd be happy to face you at WrestleMania. Well, now he's angry. I can't believe I won the Royal Rumble and Brian might get a match at Fastlane. So he's all, he's all bitter and he's angry and he goes off. So we build to the big match in the main event. It is Daniel Bryan versus Jey Uso. If Daniel wins, he gets a match at the Fastlane pay-per-view. Roman has made it clear to Jey Uso, make sure this guy doesn't make it to Fastlane. So these two dudes are wrestling and they tumble out of the ring and they're not paying attention and they get counted out. I knew before this that they were leading to a cage match. So I thought, well, all right, fine. Roman doesn't want a singles match. Roman's clearly going to cost Daniel Bryan the match. This will lead to a cage match next week. Fine. No, they couldn't even do that. It's a count out. Okay? Now, Dave argues last night on the board, well, a count out is a perfectly logical reason to have a cage match. Well. Listen, if I am facing Mike, all right? And I'm the challenger. God forbid Mike somehow's the champion. And, yeah. and Mike keeps walking out because he doesn't want to lose his title. And Mike Blair gets himself counted out. He runs away. Yeah, totally. that would make sense for a cage match. But if me and this dummy are outside the ring not paying attention, we both get counted out. How in God's name does that lead to a cage match? Well, anyway, whatever your argument is, whether that made sense or not, that's not why they're having a cage match. They're having a cage match. Because on Talking Smack, Roman Reigns offered Daniel Bryan a rematch against Jey Uso in a cage. What? This doesn't make a lick of sense. It was so dumb, it was so nonsensical, and it played throughout the entire show. So, yeah, I... I, I I mean, we can get into Sasha Banks, who I think is supposed to be a babyface. Is actually why I want Eddie to call in. There's no way they want her to be a babyface. You know She's they want her to the be a babyface. Most un- you know what? You want know how unlikable Sasha is as a babyface? I couldn't even believe this when I saw it. She's so unlikable that on the same show, Baron Corbin is a better babyface than Sasha Banks. And he's a heel. And also, he's Baron Corbin. He's still a better baby face than Sasha. I didn't even give him, we didn't have time last night, but Dave told me that he liked the show. I was like, what did you like about it? Okay, there was one good thing, and that is Apollo Crews, angry Nigerian. And somebody on the board was like, oh, I can't believe, Brian, you have faith in their storytelling of this. I didn't say anything about the storytelling. I said, Apollo Crews has been fantastic the past two weeks. He's great. Now, will they screw this up? Yeah, they probably will. But the the good news is he's feuding with Big E, who's injured. So I think that he's got at least a few more weeks because we got to at least get through this one before they can totally screw the guy up. But right now, Apollo Crews was the best thing. He was the best thing on the SmackDown show. And if you'd like to argue that there's anything else good on SmackDown, I want to hear it. Knock yourself out. Seth Rollins doing the most boring. There was like... I was so happy to see Cesaro beat up Seth Rollins. You were happy because Seth Rollins is doing the lamest gimmick that he's been doing for six months now that is go-away heat. So, yeah, of course you're going to cheer that he's got swung by the guy. But I would prefer if he wasn't a horrible character. I would prefer if I didn't want to turn the channel when he came on. 
What was good about this show? Anybody? I didn't and then, and you know what? I'm not going to based off this description at all. And then, now I'm going to have to probably deal with you, Mike. Why? Are you going to tell me how awesome the great O'Con is? How? Oh, he's the next Jay White. I heard that one last night. He's the next Jay White. You guys are all dorks. Every single one of you. Everybody are. What do you mean, every one of you? Because I'm on the other side. I think that he is at best, at best, slightly below average. Look. Everybody that is arguing so hard over this is just ridiculous in my eyes, okay? Try to be somewhat pragmatic about this. Nobody is expecting the great Okan. Nobody should have expected him to come back and be like IWGP champion material. You know, he is supposed to be coming along, and that's why they have him working with the guys that he's working with. I, Adam Summers and I did a big audio nightmare today, and while we were talking about this situation, it kind of hit me. It reminds me a lot about Makabe and the change that they decided to make with Makabe way back when he became the chain-swinging crazy man and some of the reaction that that got. Maka who? <laughs> Say what? Did he live up to this this potential that I guess you're telling me that people thought he had? Togi Makabe? Togi Makabe ended up was the IWGP champion with this gimmick that he ended up going with. But there were a lot of comparisons that I would make to the the comments that I'm hearing where it, it's like, give this thing a little bit of a chance. He was brought in to be a mid-carder. He was brought in to be a heater for Will Ospreay. He was brought in to be a mouthpiece doing these crazy interviews. And yes, it's a throwback sort of gimmick. It's a very gimmicky gimmick, which you're not used to seeing. And frankly... When it comes to Evil and some other people that they've had, you know, again, Evil was actually going pretty good and people liked his gimmick for a while. But they've been doing when you do a gimmick like you're doing with Okan, you know, it's going to take a little bit of time for people to get used to it and for him to get used to being in the game. But I don't think that he comes with handles like a lot of other people do where he's got to be carried so heavily. Look, Tanahashi is great. And Okan is not yet, but relax. He's a mid-card guy. Guys. To... Okan had a good match with Tanashi. I should hope so. Dude, exactly. But that's he's there to serve a purpose. Why people are getting – people have now worked themselves into a frenzy, and it's like AEW and, and, and NXT ratings, and it's like the awards and everything else where people have got to – they stop thinking about this from a pragmatic point of view and thinking about the future of things and immediately have to fight over everything. Wado was a great example. Wado was brought back to be a mid-card guy who you're, he wasn't brought back to be a superstar in the junior heavyweight division, but people already like staked a referendum on him and how much Wado sucks. The same thing was Okan. And as much as people then start to inflate him up, then people start to have to shout those people down and talk about how stupid they are. And it's like the whole conversation is stupid. Look at Osprey, Cobb, and Okan in that whole group and how they're moving that thing forward. It, it's just, I don't know. I, I, well, to let's me, be I fair. can't get that fired up over it. And it's kind of ridiculous let's because be it's fair. like, it's not fair to Okan. Let me be fair about this. Okay. I never said Master Wato sucked. I said his gimmick sucked. I actually no, think Great Khan has a good gimmick, but I think he sucks. There's a big difference between these two. <laughs> See, and I and I don't believe that he sucks. He and doesn't I, I suck, but he's there. What was that? He's he's going to be like I said. He's going to be coming along, and I think everybody just needs to chill on like having to stake their 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 thoughts on him him and his entire career yet. I'm gonna plant my flag in these phone lines when we come back from the break. Observer live.
you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. Do you own a timeshare but can't use it because of travel restrictions, a change in life circumstances, or perhaps you can no longer afford the monthly payments or annual maintenance fees? If you feel stuck or just need to get out of your timeshare, Newton Group is here for you. They are the nation's oldest timeshare relief company, which means you can trust them. Read the reviews. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, 4.7 out of 5 stars on Trustpilot, and a proven track record to legally relieve you from the financial burden of your timeshare. Getting out of your timeshare can be tricky business, so it's important you go with a company you can trust. And nobody, I mean nobody, has more experience than the experts at Newton Group. For your free consultation and your free consumer's guide to timeshare exit, call 877-WE-DO-EXIT. That's 877-WE-DO-EXIT. Why pay for something you aren't using? Give us a call at 877-WE-DO-EXIT or visit newtonexit.com today. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers and the Annuity Rate Report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. You're listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. I can't believe I'm still arguing with people about Great Ocon on the Twitch chat. Because you're a dope. No, here's the thing, like everybody. You're Gabe arguing with eggs. No, yeah, you are. I, these aren't eggs. These are real people. that are Twitch homies. There's a big you difference. Eggs are, eggs are Russian hackers. No, you two jumping up and down yesterday about Ocon. It's just come nah, on. Here's the thing with Ocon. Every, every three to four years... There's some bloke that is painfully average 
Then all of a sudden, this small subset of fans decides he's going to be the best you know worker around. He carried that excuse. Tanahashi last night. You used this dumb excuse yesterday, and you have to flush nope. some of those fans that say that stuff. And you go, okay, they're just being too jacked up, or they're way too Prove involved me wrong. in their fandom. But here's the thing. Fine, if they want to say that. Mark Henry had been around forever. Ocon is just getting there, and nobody is putting him at the level where they were putting Mark Henry, where they were talking about him in the WWF title picture, like, you know, you've been sleeping on him for years. He's been that top-tier guy. Nobody were you is tweeting him about during, Were you tweeting during the show live last no. night? What? Tweet? No, actually, well, not well, really. Not well, you should have been, because no. you would have seen some crazy ass Brian, As they say, you have the kids. curate your timeline better. You refuse to mute or block anybody. You should That's just right. do that. You not have to worry about all these. Dude, it's the best material I've got. <laughs> Let's go to Eddie. You're on the air. What's going on? Oh, Eddie, save it. Not much, Brian. Yeah, I told you to call in, Eddie. What am I talking to you about? Listen yeah. to me, Eddie. Please. <laughs> yes. There's no way on God's green earth that they tell you to cheer Sasha when she comes out. Please, please. Well, Sasha Banks, as of Sunday's Elimination Chamber pay-per-view and SmackDown this past Friday, is a face. No, she's not, Eddie. Mm -hmm. See? No. Yes, she is. Know, yes, she no. is. She's the worst baby face. Maybe, you know what? I I'm trying to figure you. out if, if because if, if I recall correctly, listen, I'm getting the Sasha people mad at me. So let me preface this by saying that. As a worker, she's, like, fantastic. I'd like to see her wrestle on every show, okay? I'm talking strictly you. her character. Not going to save you. So Miz, I don't know if you guys know this or not, mm -hmm. but he sucks. No. Yeah. <laughs> so Miz, when he first debuted, okay, way back in the real world days when he first came into wrestling. Oh, no. So they made this guy a baby face, and he was the worst baby face I have, like, ever seen in my lifetime, okay? So they turn him heel, and of course, he was a good heel because he's so annoying, all right? So he's a heel, he's a heel, he's a heel. And then a few years ago, they were doing something or other, and I was watching it, and I thought, there's no way they're going to turn this guy babyface. There's just abs no, okay? And you know what they did? They turned him babyface. And let me tell you something. He wasn't like a great babyface, but I would say that he was fine. I did not hate Miz as a babyface, okay? So at this point, in at least the last decade, Sasha is the worst babyface I've ever seen. Am I wrong? And if I am, I want you to tell me why. Not just because you like her or you liked her podcast. I, like as a, as, a, as a viewer watching a professional wrestling show, take all your personal feelings about Sasha away. When you watch this character, you think that she's a likable person? When she comes out and she mocks everybody and she says she's the greatest and she does the, the, the howling cackle and she's just so mean to everybody? Seriously. There are, there are some people who are just better heels no matter how hard they try, okay? Tully Blanchard would never just – he would have never been a baby face. He never was a baby face. But, like, Sasha Banks is a great example of just somebody who – is a better is just a better heel. Randy Orton just a better heel. That's just my opinion. Now, is she fine as a babyface? Yes. Why? Because she's got so many fans that go absolutely nuts over. Her. Hey, you got to give it to her. It's, in some ways, it's almost like Ric Flair, where it's like you almost have to make him a babyface because that's what the fans want. But as far as how, what she exudes to me, man, it's like Scott Steiner. It's just no matter what, that's a heel to me, and I just. 
hey, it is what it is, and it is you're going to get the people mad after you, Sasha, the whole hive. They're going to come and get you. But, uh, again, I, I agree with you. I just think she's a better heel. This person here, Joe, on the on the Twitch chat says, yes, Sasha is sexy, and that is enough for me. That better not be your, your explanation for this, everybody. Like, okay. if you think that I'm wrong, you better have a good reason for it. That ain't a good reason. Come on. Oh, Lord. Yes, John, you're on the air. What's going on? First of all, Brian, how you doing today? And how you doing today, Mike? How, you, how, about how does it sound like doing I'm doing? Today? Agitated. All right. All right. So before I start, I want to wish a happy belated birthday to my to my grandnephew. He turned five years old two days ago on the 26th. Paisley's happy not your birthday. grandnephew. Uh, what about mine on the 26th? John, me, me, and Johnny second Cash. Of, John, I got a short leash today. Will you get to the point? What's going on? Happy birthday to your nephew. Second of, all right, second of all, I actually agree with you, Brian. I actually agree. Sasha Banks is a natural heel. I, I don't get it. I really do not get it. She's arrogant, cocky, uh, downgrade everybody. She is a natural heel, like you said with Randy Orton. Yeah, she's a fantastic. I'd go as far as to say that she's a fantastic heel. Alvarez level. Yeah. Fantastic. You want me to tell you why? Because I, I, I'm a, let me tell you this from a cultural point of view. She reminds me of most most women that I've seen throughout my life for the past so so many years since I graduated high school. They're arrogant, cocky, think they they're all that and all that stuff. She is a she is a natural heel. I think a lot of people have been seeing those things like the mean girls and all those stuff from the past fifteen years. And they just got used to it, and they just think that she's so arrogant. They want to make her, make her a face. But it's like it's like what you said. She is a fantastic, nasty heel. When she was with Bailey last year, or up to up to about six or seven months ago, she was the one of the top main heels in that company, and I enjoyed that. She is at that. I hate to. I'm not comparing. This, I'm not comparing apples to oranges, but she's kind of like that MJF level. Yes, MJF is a natural great heel. You, you just love to. You just love to hate him. But at that point, sometimes, Brian, you got to admit, I don't get it. But she's such a fantastic heel. She even when she's trying to be a good guy or trying to be quote unquote face, she is. She is just so naturally a fantastic heel. That's the only thing I can say. Thank you, John. That was your most lucid call in a long time. Now, listen, here's the thing. I don't know what's going on here, okay? It may just be that they're, they're, you know, they have no idea how to book women. But I actually don't believe that because you know who's a great baby face? Bianca Belair, whose gimmick is that she's the EST. You know how hard it is to be a lovable baby face when your gimmick is you're better than everybody else? But she pulls it off. So so I don't think it's like they're completely clueless. What I think it is is, and I don't know if this is the case. I don't know what you'll tell me, but I feel like there's this mindset that, you know, because I, I used to hear this like a long time ago. People go, you know what I don't like? I don't like when someone's bad and then they turn babyface and they're just like, good. That doesn't make any <laughs> sense. So I think that there was like criticism. And so it's like, well, you know, we want to keep, and this is always a good one in modern WWE. We want to keep your character consistent. And so Sasha's going to go from a heel to a baby face 
But she's going to act exactly the same for, like, character consistency. You know what that equals? That equals a horrible baby face. I don't know. I just watched the show, and I'm like, how am I supposed to be cheering for this woman? How? I just, I, look, I just think even if she tried, even when she did try really hard, it's still tough because, again, it's like walks, talks, just, it, to me, it pours out she's a heel. Scott Steiner was always this way, too, even before he went heel. It, you know, it just, there are just some people that, again, and maybe it's my fault, I cannot change my mindset on them, but I can accept her as a babyface. I absolutely can. It's just... Yeah, to me, she's always going to be a better heel. So it's as simple as that. Although I'm not going to fight about it. It is what it is. They have bigger problems, which include, you know, having, unfortunately, so many unlikable people that are baby faces and, and so many unlikable people at the top and so many average people at the bottom. I mean, and only on SmackDown, unfortunately, for as great as things are sometimes with Roman Reigns and what he's involved in, Kevin Owens keeps losing his way to title shots. Daniel Bryan loses his way to title shots. That thing you mentioned with Edge just boggles my <laughs> excuse me boggles my mind. I, I didn't see this week, but last week I thought he said he was cool with whoever won the elimination chamber. He's got a match against the champion at WrestleMania anyway. I, I'm just baffled on why they decided to pivot and make this part of the story. I just it's so confusing and it doesn't even make any sense. Person here notes Charlotte. There's another one, okay? Charlotte's character is the queen who everyone needs to bow down in front of, and who literally cuts promos saying, "If it's if there's something in it for me, I will help someone." Okay, Brian, it's Vince. How is that a baby face? Brian, Just it's Vince. But here's my point, okay? They're all unlikable. Hey, listen, no, that that's not the point. If you want that to be Charlotte's character, great. Have her be a heel. If you want Sasha's character to be the way that Charlotte, Charlotte uh, or Sasha's character is on, great. Have her be. You know who the best heel duo was in all of WWE last year? Bailey and Sasha. Bailey and Sasha for like a two month period were the best thing on Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. On three shows, they were the best thing. And you know what they were? They were heels. But right. we decide that we want Sasha and Charlotte to have the same heel character, but they're going to now be baby faces? Brian? It sucks. They have no heroes. They have no... Is John Moxley a good guy or a bad guy? Dude, I can list all of them. He's obviously he's, a good guy. He's obviously a good guy. And is he a tough guy? Yes. Is he soft? No. But is he a prick? No. Minds his own business. Takes up for the, the little guy. Tries to fight the good fight will resort to using any weapon he can to hold on to his title and to fight for what he considers justice. He's a hero. He's not a prick to anybody. You don't hate him. You like him. He's got redeeming qualities. He's a champion. He's a quality guy you want to root for as a fan. That's one of the biggest problems with WWE is even when they do get a guy over, they tend to have such dick qualities. And pardon me, I apologize for that, but like, they all, it's almost that thing like, not everybody can be the rock. Not everybody's got to have a side where they're just a cynical, you know, jerk. The same way that not everybody who's not a champion in WWE has to be broke and, and looked at as destitute and a complete loser, like most of the roster ends up being portrayed as at one point or another. So 
it's just a, a different philosophy on how they look at things and how they look at their champions, how they look at what's strong, you know, in relation to how other people look at it. Look at Tanahashi, for heaven's sakes. Look at the champions and look at the good guys in other promotions and then compare it to what WWE does. It, it's not even the same game. This person here says, don't forget tonight, 7 Eastern. It will be AEW's women's special on BR Live. Riho versus Thunder Rosa, which sounds like it'll be awesome. That's coming up tonight. BR Live, 4 Pacific, 7 Eastern. So you can check that out, and we'll talk about it on the show here tomorrow. And also producer Rob coming up, too. you got to mention that. Getting heat with producer Rob. Is he on next? He didn't even bother texting me today. No pay-per-view up, so uh, he is going to be there. So see what Rob will do to his body and how you can help him out with that with cheers. Are you sure he's on today? That's what he tweeted earlier on, unless he retracted the tweet. Back in a moment, everybody. Observer Live. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. 
UVA rays age the skin, UVB rays burn, and both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov slash sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. It's a new day. Yes, it is. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. One quick email before we go. This person says, with NXT getting smashed in the demos, if you had the power to make the call, switch night, switch channel, or put it on Peacock for the old geeks to subscribe. Bro, this is the easiest thing in the world. You put it on Tuesday. Done. And you don't bury it. And in a three-hour raw, you show a clip or two. And you hype up what's coming up tomorrow. So all of those people that watch Raw, they know tomorrow, same channel, same time, NXT. I would regularly be having people they're doing nothing with showing up in NXT. I would build it up on Tuesdays with no competition. Yes, you have to bite the bullet and, quote, run away. Yes, you're going to allow AEW to grow without competition on the other channel. But you know what? Who cares? That's the thing. Yeah. Everyone says, oh, they got, they got, they, they got eight billion dollars. They're the winners. Well, fine. Who cares then? Who cares if they're, if, if AW gets a foothold? Who cares? Yeah, That's what right. I don't get. Who cares? You want to, can... you listening out there, you want to start a podcast? Who cares? Go do it. Do it on Sundays at three. Take Mike. Whatever. Please, actually, I was going to say we could talk about this more tomorrow, but I think I'm taking tomorrow off because, you know. Got to find a new job. Killing me. Why? Because we have to talk about the AW Women's Tournament? That you should be thrilled. No, talking anything about you. Get out. Can we end this now? At Bye. least we finally got your video so we could Just see that time. hat. By the way, Rob is coming on. He did text me. I'm not getting notifications for my text. I had like what 10, a lion 10 texts in this. Oh, I swear to God. Are. There's all these God. texts from. Your eyes are brown for how full of it you are. Lance, my wife. Spam. I had all sorts of things here. Do you know Netflix is giving everyone a free one-year subscription if I click this link? Don't, don't do it. I'm going to do it right do now. It. But I'll talk to you all next time. Wrestling Observer Live. Wrestling Observer Live.